It is July 7th, 2021. I'm Jeff Johnson, and this is Jeff Johnson's Wrestling Sound Off. A Super Tuesday of wrestling last night with NWA giving us a super episode of Power and WWE giving us NXT's Great American Bash special episode. We got some returns, we got some new champions crowned, and some pretty good wrestling. So, let's get into it. Now it's time for our thoughts on NWA Power's episode 34. We do not want Velvet Sky associated with the greatness that is Big Fat Vader. Sauronaro was holding his injured arm during the introductions, like that kid at the end of Back to the Future 3 trying to get you to look at his junk. Austin Idol does tend to ramble when cutting live promos, with him likely forgetting what he was supposed to talk about in the end, like he did on this episode. I loved hearing Thunder Rosa telling the referee that it was self-explanatory what she was doing when trying to intimidate Deeb during her entrance. Great bit with Kylie thinking that Rosa meant her when sarcastically calling Deeb the best women's wrestler in the world. Homicide returning to NWA instantly redeemed this episode of Power. I was not a big fan of how they ended the main event, even if it was obvious that they are setting up a feud between Rosser and JTG. Let's get started with our questions from NWA Power episode 34. Even without the arm injury story of Sauer Naro, did you think he had any chance to beat Pope for the TV championship? Does anyone today even know or remember what Geritol is? How much of a mess was the Austin Idol promo segment at the podium that I mentioned earlier? Did anyone else catch Thunder Rosa flip the bird to Serena during the flurry of offense on Kylie? Also, why can't Jack Stane get a sentence out? Is it really that hard? Seriously, what the heck is the story going on with those two? I'm already over Crimson and Dane. How great was it to see Homicide back in the NWA or anywhere other than Ring of Honor? You know, where people can actually see him. How rude was it of El Rudo to call Homicide old man? Wait, so JTG stands for J the God? Hi. Adonis didn't have a comeback when the ref told him exactly what would happen if Adonis didn't listen to him. How did Adonis think the ref wouldn't be able to just DQ him and make JTG the champ? How did it take so long for Trevor Murdoch to notice that Strictly Blizzness was not out at ringside with Adonis? Also, who gave Fred Roster the ability to throw in the figurative towel for JTG? Like, really? Explain that one, please. Now it's time to go over our match rankings for NWA Power episode 34. Our fourth match of the four is Pope versus Sauronaro for the TV title. 605 was not enough time to make me believe that Sal can win this match. Good selling from Sal, though, during the match. Obviously, it was meant to set up further uh, it was obviously meant to set up a further match between pope and tyrus three out of four jtg versus chris adonis for the national title so they get the third spot i saw some spot calling early on which kind of takes you out of it a bit it was a good bully heel versus face with a personal mission match it was a bad taste ending though that's really hurt it a bit our number two match from 
MWA power episode 34 was Thunder Rosa versus Sky Blue, or sorry, and Sky Blue versus Serena Deeb and Kylie Ray. There was great interactions with Kylie, Serena, and Deeb as they were obviously the veterans in the match. It was good to get Serena as a heel in the NWA, seeing her doing a lot more heel stuff. And obviously, uh, Sky Blue was there to take the pin. And the number one match of the night was our six man tag match between Luke Hawks, PJ Hawks, El Rudo versus Macha. Mecha Wolf, Batista 666, and Homicide. Lucha rules, so no tags needed, but bad, but they did have people tagging at the same time, so it kind of was like a mixed bag. It was a good fast-paced match, though, and that's why I got it at number one. Plus, it was Homicide's return, so kind of had to give it number one, didn't we? Now, let's go over our thoughts from NXT's Great American Bash 2021. Champa and Thatcher have come together as a team really well, and I hope they are kept together long-term, even if they had those couple miscommunication steps in their match last night. Anytime I see an inside cradle win a match out of nowhere, I get massive flashbacks to TNA's X Division, the mid to late aughts, like Vince Russo era. So bad how many times the X Division title changed hands on a roll-up. Something makes me think that Gargano could actually come out of the match next week with the NXT Championship in his hands. It's just a feeling. Cameron Grimes is now a prime example of how a small tweak to a character can turn into a rock on the a rocket on the back of the worker. The rich hillbilly tweak to Grimes took him from great worker to superstar. The small little hints at the breaking up of Raquel and Dakota are starting to get a little more obvious. I will say this, BFAB and Top Dollar singing are still better than anything we've heard from Poppy on NXT. I I honestly find myself not caring about Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly feuding anymore. I just can't get into it. I just can't. I just can't. It's time for this to be done and over with. Move them on. Now let's get into our questions that stem from last night's NXT Great American Bash 2021. Am I the only one who thinks at any time WWE, NXT use Dusty Rhodes footage or audio? It is to simply spite Cody. Were you shocked that the crowd sounded to be behind Champa and Thatcher more than MSK during the introductions and actually throughout the match? Does anyone else want to see a program between Thatcher, Champa, and Gargano theory? You have to admit, That'd be money, right? Come on. As the weeks go on, does anyone else think more and more that Adam Cole was right about Karrion Cross being smoke and mirrors and nothing more? How many times did Karrion Cross say the way during that segment, by the way? Do you see the passion in Kushida's voice and face? Do you see it so much more when he cuts it in Japanese? Like promos in the mother tongue just are so much better, and that was a great example of it. Are you getting sick of seeing the hooking arm of the referees on the three count? Doesn't it make it obvious it will be a two count? Am I the only one who wants to see Harlem Bravado actually win the breakout tournament? Or how about him and Duke Hudson as a tag team? That's money, I'm telling you. I like that at least she has some less generic gear this week, but what is the reasoning for the camel-type gear for Zoe Stark? Give me a reason behind it. Just don't make them look different than everybody else and expect them everybody to get behind them. You got to give me a reason for their differences. 
How great was Indy Hartwell using Dexter Loomis's silence mission during the match? Allison, did you expect it would be Tegan Knox returning with the recharge? What does Tony Storm think she has done lately to deserve a title shot exactly? Hmm? Can you take any rapper seriously, regardless of the rap skills, when they are wearing bright red shorts? And also, finally, did you care just as little as we did about the Adam Cole and Kyle Riley match? We just couldn't get into it. What about you? Did you were you guys into it? Let us know. Time to go over our match rankings from Great American Bash 2021. We start off with our fourth out of four match. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. It was a tame version of their last match. Just haven't been able been made to care about them. I just really haven't. I heard what's next between the two of them at one point, not knowing what era they were in their match. Kind of explains why it didn't really feel that great. I think the crowd there liked it a lot more than I did, that's for sure. Our third out of four match, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai versus Candice Zoya and Indy Hartwell for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. There was a nice hot tag for Io at one point where her and Candice went face-to-face, really good. Uh, there was some good double teaming from Stark and Shirai, showing them as a team, which with the end, now we know why. And there was a good finish with Tegan, even if Tegan was that big of a mystery surprise. Then, number two match of the night for NXT was LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the million dollar title. It was a great passion from Grimes to start the match off. The match was a good mix of brawl and speed, and it was a good build to the use of the belt on the outside. I really like how they got to it from your typical just, I got the belt, go look over there and use it. Very well played how they set that up. And finally, our number one match from NXT last night was the opening match between Wesley and Nash Carter versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher for the NXT Tag Team titles. It, like I said earlier, it was a hot crowd for the challengers of Ciampa and Thatcher. There was some great selling by Ciampa after a dropkick from Lee where he just sold it all over three quarters of the ring first. And then there was a great series before Ciampa's near fall on Lee. Good match. Really interesting to see how they move forward with these two as champs and who their next contenders are. All right, now it's time to put them all together. All our match rankings for the night of the eight matches we saw yesterday. Here are our top five. In the number five spot, Luke Hawks, PJ Hawks, and Al Rudo versus Mecha Wolf, Bestia 666, and Homicide from NWA Power. It was their main event and the only NWA match to make the five. Number four, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Number three, we're just going to repeat all the NXT rankings here. Zoe Stark and Io Shirai versus Candice Ray and Indy Hartwell for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Number two, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar title. And once again, the number one match, not for just for NXT, but for the night, was Wesley and Nash Carter versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher for the NXT Tag Team titles. Let us know by contacting us either on Twitter at JeffJohnson underscore WS, on Instagram at JeffJohnson underscore WS, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash wrestling sound off what you thought the five matches, the top five matches were from last night. Let us know, even if you just want to let us know what your favorite match was from yesterday. All right. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. That will do it for this uh, today's episode, I guess. Uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow review, giving you our thoughts on tonight's Dynamite episode. 
we are doing Road Rager for AEW Dynamite. They're back on the road. It's going to be interesting to see how it turns out tonight. Join us tomorrow, and until next time, we'll see you then.